0: So what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting Bluehost.com. That's Bluehost.com.
1: On the Record with White House correspondent April Ryan.
0: I'm doing this podcast after the State of the Union address because there's just so much going on. Stormy went on Jimmy Kimmel right after the State of the Union address I mean we've got the Jay-Z stuff uh, that happened over the weekend on Van Jones show um, we also have the issue of Big Brother um, you know what I'm talking about and we, we got a couple of other issues that we're going to talk about but with me today someone I hold dear to my heart like a little brother to me TV journalist and pop culture expert John Murray. You're listening to On The Record.
1: Hello, John. Listen, I have made the April Ryan podcast. I feel like I've made it in my life.
0: (laughs) You're crazy, but thanks for joining. I mean, you know, it's crazy. I mean, we just finished the State of the Union address where, you know, people are tuning in and people, unfortunately, they're looking at it like it's a reality show, whereas this is real life. And the president, President Donald J. Trump, who used to be a reality star or... Depending upon who you ask, he still may be a reality star. But he said, the state of our union is strong. So, but right after that, Jimmy Kimmel had someone who has been in the president's life for a minute. John talked to me about it because I'm finding myself calling people, talking to different people who used to be on The Apprentice or what have you to find out a little bit more information about them. John, you have studied and worked in this. Tell me about this whole Stormy thing. I mean, give me what you're hearing.
1: Listen, April, before we get to Stormy Daniels, I have to say, just when we thought Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey Circus was out of business because they had their last show in May of 2017, the biggest circus attraction of them all, the President of the United States, hold to State of the Union. I have to tell you, for the first time in many years, April, I didn't watch. I joined the Congressional Black Caucus, hashtag State of the Union blackout, S-T, uh, S-O-T-U blackout. I was a part of that. I did not watch. Some I had of them were there it. now.
0: Some of them were there.
1: Well, some of them went, but I joined people like my favorite congressman, John Lewis. I did not watch tonight. But I have to tell you, Stormy Daniels, yes, Every time I say her name, I want to break out singing Stormy Daniels, like the good song Stormy Weather. You know, in 2006, she did an interview with a journalist named Jordy Lippy McGraw for In Touch Weekly, and she passed the polygraph test. People around her passed the polygraph test. They worked on this interview. For whatever reason, uh, it did not run, I, I don't believe, during that time. But all of a sudden... Uh, this Wall Street Journal story came out uh, revealing that Trump's attorney had paid her $130,000 in hush money uh, right before uh, the 2016 election. And Joy Lippi said she called over to her former editor at in Touch Weekly, who was still there, and said, hey, remember this interview that I did in 2006? We might want to revisit it. And so, thus, the story was printed, and she's been all over uh, television, Uh, Her appearances have gone through the roof. You know, she has a sex toy line. She's been having parties for it. And she's benefited from the impact of being associated to this president. But now she put out a statement where she says that the affair did not happen, that it has been debunked numerous times. And she's not saying that now. Because she was paid hush money. She's saying it because it's not true. Now let me wait John, you John, work.
0: hold on one second, one second. She took a polygraph test years ago Absolutely. To say she did, that she wasn't lying. And now in twenty eighteen she's put out a statement saying it's not true.
1: Absolutely. So let me tell you how the celebrities work, the celebrity weeklies work, April. What they do in situations like this is during that time when she first came forward with their article, she probably reached out to them and said, I have a story to tell. Um, She probably signed some form of an exclusive agreement with them to tell her story um, because the only time they spend money on uh, polygraph tests and completely vetting someone's story out like this as if they have some form of an exclusive deal with you. She probably was paid a substantial amount of money for the interview at the time. And, uh, for them to run that article, they completely did their due diligence to make sure she was telling the truth. So her statement now is a complete about face. I don't believe her. I don't think the public will believe her. She's benefited for several weeks off this notion that she had slept with the president. And for whatever reason, she probably got a new check to say that that's not the case now.
0: The comments and words (laughs) right now are that of John Murray, TV journalist and pop culture expert. John, this is fun. Now, okay, so this has been like a celebrity kind of week thing. Jay-Z. Jay-Z sat down and did a, a wonderful interview with Van Jones. I mean, you can't get bigger publicity than that. Van Jones started out his new show with the president attacking Jay-Z about the black unemployment numbers. And even in the State of the Union address tonight, the president brought back the issue of the black unemployment numbers are lower than any time in history. And the White House acknowledged they didn't have a targeted approach and don't plan to have a targeted approach as the black unemployment numbers are higher than any other, two times that, of white America and higher than any other group. So anyway, moving on. So talk Talk to me about this impact with the president and Jay-Z, this this Twitter thing that the president had with Jay-Z over the weekend.
1: You know, uh, the, the the president was upset because Jay-Z uh, kind of took to task some of the things that uh, number 45 has said, disparaging comments about people of color, um, the whole asshole comment in regards to Haiti and Africa and immigrants and all of that stuff. You know, here's the thing. Jay-Z has a story that most people know. He is a former guy from an underprivileged neighborhood. At one point, he was a drug dealer. He turned his life around, and he is one of the most successful people in the music business in general. Not the most successful rapper, but just as a general entrepreneur, as somebody who's involved in various facets of this business, he's, he is uh, truly uh, a self-made man, unlike the man in the White House who everything that he accomplished was given to him by his his fathers and the grandfathers and all of that other stuff. Um, but you know, uh, he was, you know, quick to respond to Jay Z as he is often with other people of color, but Eminem who had such a vulgar, visceral, uh, you know, rap and, and some comments about uh, number 45, he hasn't said a word on it. So I'm not sure uh, what his issue is. I, I saw Bill Maher on his show this weekend said, uh, number 45 loves to pick fights with black people. I think it's really because he'd be more comfortable if we were, you know, working for him as his driver, oh, uh, as his housekeeper, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, maybe as his director of public liaison at the White House. Again, you know, he comments are that as, up, roles. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you notice, very seldomly does he ever lash out at some of the white peers uh to the black people who he often picks fights with.
0: Well that is true. Eminem who is white went Out and I mean, just drew a line in the sand against President Trump, and um, he didn't say anything during the BET Awards or after the BET Awards. But with Jay-Z, Jay-Z was very diplomatic, and Jay-Z's black, and he didn't say anything. But this is what I want to know. What's happening? What's being said within the Bay and Jay camp about this? Well, you know, they keep a very tight-lipped camp,
1: April. Like, what they don't say publicly, you don't often hear about, because the people around them don't talk. They're very respectful of them and their private lives. And so if we are to hear any other follow up about number 45 and his disparaging words about Jay Z, his frustration with Jay Z's analysis of his work as president of the United States, it will probably come in the form of, of the art, of the music. Um, you know, that'll probably be the follow up we hear. But as of right now, all that Jay Z said, he shared with Van Jones on CNN. this past
0: weekend you're listening to on the record now let's go to something that's been a buzz on the twitter big brother has a new season coming there is someone who's on there that you know and um who used to work at the white house talk to me about this this is very interesting but i won't be watching april she's back not at the white house though but go
1: ahead (laughs) she's not at the white house and and she has not transitioned into any other government agency. She's not hitting up an HBCU. She's not become a Fox news contributor. No, um, uh, Omarosa, who's someone who you and I have both uh, been very close to at periods in our life. And uh, a person who we both described as a friend, she's back to her roots. You know, she is, uh, back to reality television. Um, though there was a fraudulent story that ran in one of the tabloids, uh, that she used to um, be employed by, uh, that says she was going to make, a million dollars and get a talk show deal for you know her debut on Celebrity Big Brother. Wait a minute, um, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait,
0: look, you say that's a lie? That she's not going to make a million dollars? Wow. No, that's unequivocally a lie. Actually, TMZ, who often get very
1: detailed information they get about it right. um, reality TV deals mm-hmm. and production deals, they put a story out that said that each of the participants on the show is getting a base salary of $200,000. And that you can make upwards of five hundred thousand dollars if you actually win the show. So it's still very good money. It's more than the taxpayer dollars that she was getting, uh the about 180000 dollars. Yeah, yeah, you know, that she was getting while at the White House and, and it'll sustain her uh definitely a little bit longer before she returns back to Jacksonville, Florida to continue serving as the first lady of the church there.
0: Mm, okay. <laughs> well, uh, when does that show come out? I won't be watching though. So maybe you can tune in after they vote her off. But you know what? Someone said to me, if the contestants know how she's played this before, they'll probably try to get her off first,
1: which makes sense. Well, that means you could be tuning in by the second episode, April.
0: <laughs> no, thank you. I've got enough reality TV going on.
1: But, you know, the reason why we're doing Listen, this. The what? White House is the reality TV that you are the
0: one of the star attractions <laughs>
1: of on a daily basis.
0: But you know what? I've been there 21 years and just kept my head low. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I am now the pink elephant in the room. But but this conversation that we're having basically is about the president's impact on Hollywood. What is it? I mean, yes. because you, you hear a lot about liberals in Hollywood and they, a lot of them don't like this president, but he's got this larger-than-life impact on Hollywood. What's going on? Well, you know, listen, as this is the community that
1: he came from. It was a community that he always wanted acceptance in. It's a community that he actually had success in. You know, he always talked about being the great businessman and the great negotiator, but the reality is that he had more success in reality TV than he's probably had in his multiple bankrupt businesses and some of the other affairs that he had outside of Hollywood. Uh, But you know, because of him being in the white house, the views, ratings have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, com- the political conversation there, the ratings are probably almost as good as its 2008, 2009 seasons when Whoopi Goldberg and Sherry Shepherd were there on the show with Elizabeth Hasback Joy Behar, and uh, Barbara Walters. Um, and, you know, the, the viewers getting a good rhythm back. And um, but you also have other celebrities like uh, Scott Baio, um, uh, Stephen Shocking. Baldwin. Shocking. Joshi, yeah. Mm-hmm. And most recently, even Suzanne Summers from Three's Company spoke really? out very positively about this president. Um, you know, uh, Roseanne Barr has been a huge supporter of this president. Really? And so I her didn't supporting Trump, oh, absolutely. Her supporting Trump is um, a, a key storyline in the reboot of Roseanne that's launching later this year
0: on abc i remember at the convention chachi was there scott bale and antonio sabato jr people were shocked about his comments listen scott bale antonio
1: sabato jr Stephen baldwin and suzanne summers i mean they all could have also been on celebrity big brother because that's what their careers in hollywood pretty much has become that of reality television Mm. um Whereas you look at people on the other side, the anti-Trumpers, the never-Trumpers, you know, you had quality individuals like John Legend and Kerry Washington, Eva Longoria, you know, Beyonce, these, these A-list Hollywood megastars, uh, you know, Meryl Streep have all come out and supported other candidates and continue to be anti-Trump because the reality is that the policies, the beliefs, and often the words of the man who occupies the White House. Stands against the very existence of a lot of these people of color and the communities in which they serve, support, and entertain.
0: Hmm. I want to go back to Big Brother for a minute. I yes. hear Keisha Knight Pulliam is on the show. Do you think she's going to be eaten up, or does she have fangs <laughs> that she could go after well, them I'll, as well? I don't really, I, you, I don't I know just, the show. I don't watch the show, so but go ahead. So, okay, I, I have I have not traditionally watched.
1: Um, the uh, the average person version of of Big Brother that has aired in the United States. However, mm-hmm. the celebrity Big Brother version is probably on season maybe twenty mm-hmm. uh, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that uh, Omarosa was approached about potentially doing this show, uh, the UK version, several years ago, and for whatever reason, things didn't work out. Uh, but they often get they often get a different type of celebrity there. Sometimes you get really big name stars. Um, that do the U.K. version of the show. Uh, the, the, the You know, the version of the show here in the U.S. doesn't necessarily have the gravitas um, mm-hmm. that the U.K. version has. And then, you know, uh, Julie Chen, who's the moderator on The Talk, she's been out doing press rounds for the show, and she said her husband, who is the chairman of CBS, told her that she had to tell her lawyer, who just happens to be his brother, mm. that she had to take a, a pay cut. So, wow. um, you know, the budget for this American version of the show is significantly less than the average person version of the show that she also hosts. So she had to take a pay cut to do this show. So I, I say all of that to say that, um, I don't expect the bells and whistles for this show, uh, that, that uh, other uh, country versions have, and that even the regular person version has in the U S. Um, but what I do recognize is that if the show is a success, it'll do well. Um, um, but Keisha and I pulled him in p- specific. I interviewed her years ago for Beauty Shop. And um, um, she was uh, the word that I maybe would use is she was a little aggressive. Oh, maybe really? it's a tad militant. Oh, um, really? I was very surprised that she was. So she's she not, not little no Rudy. She's not little reward. Rudy anymore. She's not. <laughs> no, she's nobody's little Rudy. She's no shrinking violent. And. She's no easy customer. So she, I mean, she did not do very well on Donald Trump's Celebrity Apprentice. I think she went home in like the first episode. So I think this time around, being on an ensemble celebrity uh, competition show, she's going to want to buy a little better. And she might give um, uh, our friend a run for her
0: money who 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 whose friend anyway rudy i'm rooting for you <laughs> john oh my gosh you are amazing thank you because you know again Entertainment and Hollywood are smack dab in this administration. And thanks for breaking down Stormy, Jay-Z, Big Brother, and just the Hollywood impact after the State of the Union. Thanks for hanging out with me late night for our podcast. John Murray TV, journalist and pop culture expert, my friend. I'm April Ryan, and this is On The Record. Don't forget to subscribe to On The Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. On The Record, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.